We would like to acknowledge the Gadigal peoples of the Eora Nation as the traditional custodians of the land on which we record this podcast and pay our respects to their elders past, present and future. Welcome to Sit With Us, the podcast. I'm Ella. And I'm Dom. And this is your invite to sit with us and chat about all things relationships, reality TV, pop culture, and everything in between. Coming up on this episode. Two nights ago, I woke up and I could hear talking in the house. Oh my God, get fucked. And it was, I slept with my blinds open and it was a silent, there was a silent storm, so I could just see lightning. Nah. All that and more in this episode of Sit With Us. But first, a quick message from our sponsors who help keep this show free. Welcome back, everybody! Yo, yo, yo! Pew, pew, pew! I love the pew, pew, pew. It just reminds me of the PP. The PP, the private plane. Kylie's private plane. Yeah, our private plane. Pew, pew. Guys, we are recording from Sydney. Uh, We're doing actually, we've done this before. We're doing Two Girls, One Mic episode today. Uh, I tell you what, it's a fucking shit fight at the moment. It is a little bit. Like, we've just had our hair and makeup done. We're all glam. We're sitting here in robes. We're at uh, Crown. We're also accompanied by Dylan, who is one of my best mates, who is a partner of ours, and my brother, who is also, you guys know James, and also Dom's best friend, Izzy. Yeah! The A-team is in the building, and we have an audience today of three, and it's fucking weird, but it's great. It is weird. We've never done this before. It's it's really weird for me because I just know how itching Isabella is to tell a story about one of my sexual exploits that she's been dying to release to the public. We actually had this conversation the other night and she literally said, I wish you said it on maths. And I go, babe, did I not embarrass myself enough on yeah. TV? I think that, I mean, it would have just added more to everything, to you, who you are. It probably would have just made me look like more of a sex addict than I already am. Maybe. But also, more importantly, we are sitting here and we're all ready to go to the podcast awards tonight. Woo! Can we get a cheer, everyone? So we're getting ready. As you guys know, and we've we've said this before, we couldn't be here without you all. Thank you so much if you voted. Every vote really does count. And we're just so excited to be going and attending. We're winners just because we got nominated, guys. And for the love that we've received from everyone with the voting, Mm. all the DMs, Mm. all of the sharing. Yeah. It's been honestly so So nice. It's special. Really, really special. Special. To be here right now and to kind of see how far we've come is well yeah when we first started this podcast in what was it june or july we mm. didn't think that this is where we would be and how much it would take off and you know the people we've met along the way and how much it's grown and yeah it's just so cool that you guys love listening to us and we also love sharing everything that's going on in our we are oversharers and oversharers but i just think that everyone that listens has a little bit of oversharing in them as well yeah and i don't think it's a bad thing to overshare no i think Oversharing is great. Yeah. I'm, I'm, it's like you're open, you're, you know, either open legs or open mind. We, we love like, it all. We're also just open books, babe. I mean, yeah. yeah. My I say open legs. My, my legs are closed for business for a while. Ella's are closed. Mine are potentially wide open at the moment. <laughs> Yours are not wide open. They're not- open for, for one who you soft launched. Oh, let's talk about soft launching. You soft launch. Now, I kind of knew what everybody has seen, and I bet you there's going to be a write-up being like, ooh, who's Dominica's man? People were like, are you in Italy? Because it looked like the cobblestone. I I was like. I actually thought that it was an old photo. I was like, wait, is that? Hang on. And then I was like, oh, wait, no, it's not. 
Maybe we should just clear the air about fucking Mr. Napoli because we were meant to talk about that in a bonus episode and I never got to it. So should we just do that? Yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah, because the bonus, we did record it and then we deleted it or something. And I reckon we blame that on the ghost, to be honest. Oh, fuck. I don't want to talk. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Actually, well, we can talk about that. And Napoli. Okay, so Mr. Napoli, guys, everyone's been asking what happened, what's the go. And we actually, we had recorded a really nice, like, it was a really nice long chat and Dom really opened up about it. But this is going to be, I guess, a bit of a shorter, sweeter version. And if you guys want me to open up about it, I think the context that I'll talk about it maybe in longer form one day will be about when you meet someone in a foreign country and not only language barriers, but just everything else, like just... I don't know, culture. It was it was a culture shock for me, guys. But I think the main thing that I just want to kind of clear the air about is, no, we are not still together. I know that there was a whole heap of media shit being like, oh, they broke up and everything. But when all those reports came out, we were still technically together and I was actually meant to fly to Italy on the 9th of December. Like I had my flight booked. She did have her flight booked and that just goes to show, guys, you cannot believe everything that gets published because I remember when we read that and it was like, oh, they've broken up and I knew that they hadn't. So Yeah, it's it's weird when you see stuff that you just know is completely false, which is 99%. 99% of the time. The main issue that I had with Mr. Napoli, and I still will keep his identity a secret even though people think that they know his name and everything, but whatever, we can keep some things uh, to ourselves. So I was obviously in Naples with him and one night we had gotten back to our accommodation and I was in the shower in the bathroom and I turn around and I see Mr. Napoli going through my phone and trying to translate my messages into English. Red flag. Ultimate red flag. Beyond red flag, I'm actually sweating thinking about it. And mind you, it's only been like two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks into our relationship. Now, this guy got the fright of his fucking life because I skitzed it. Guys, imagine Dom yeah. naked out of the shower, skitzing it. Naked, wet, dripping it's wet. A great, it's a great visual. <laughs> dripping wet. I was not happy, Jan, okay? <laughs> I was not fucking happy. I I was losing it. He, yeah, I remember. Um, I remember when Don messaged me. I was like, "Babe, I'm sorry, but this is not on." Next minute, you're like, "I'm gone. I'm out of here." And I'm like, "Well, where are you going? Where are you going?" I didn't know where I was going. I didn't know what was happening. But I tell you what, I was so furious and like screaming at him that he was putting the phone in my face with Google Translate, being like, "Translate, translate." I'm like, "Bro, you don't need me to translate. You know, you've done something really wrong, and it's it's not cool." And it's because he saw you messaging a friend of yours who is a male. Who is a male. Like Yes. And a bit more context around this is that when we'd be at the beach, because obviously we were going to the beach every day, Mm. like it was amazing. And I like to take my top off at the beach. Okay. I like to Yeah, me too. Yeah. This is how it is. He did not like this. Mm. And I'd actually be curious to know as well in the Facebook group, what are your thoughts on that, guys? Like if you're in a relationship, does your partner not like if you're at the beach and you want to take your top off, do you think that it's normal that he didn't like it or do you think that it's a bit too much? But, Dom, what was your feels about that? Look, at the time I was kind of like, I love this. Like I'm in a completely different country. No one's going to who you are. No one knew who I was. I could just be myself, do whatever, right? So I was really looking forward to just turning topless yeah. on the beach in, in Naples, right? He didn't like it. It was like insecurity, but also just like really like controlling. And I just I thought that he was, I thought he was just a bit possessive. 
in ways. Like there was yeah. other things that he'd done and said and he was in a way also like it can be kind of like attractive, I guess, in a relationship when a man, I don't know, he wants to kind of keep you protected in ways, but his way of showing it wasn't really like, it was just a bit different. There was a lot of red flags, guys. And another red flag was also during sex, he would like choke me and not ask for my consent. Red flag. After two weeks, I think that's a red flag. But and also like choking, but like. Without consent. Like, But like fully like, like. Like aggressive? And he would call me like a slut and all that. And I don't think I've told you this. If you could see my face right now, I'm looking very confused. And also the boys' faces are literally losing it right now. Yeah, you now. didn't tell me that, babe. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he called me a slut. He was like, you're my, sl- you're, you're a bitch. I'm like, don't fucking call me a bitch. In Italian or in English? Yeah, in English. He knew that word in English. Because <laughs> he says like, what did he say? Fuck that. Fuck that. He'd be like, bitch. That whole fling, that whole relationship was fuck that. But yeah, he would... It was so weird. But no, you really liked the guy. Yes, it was a, it was, a rom- it was a summer romance, but there was obviously some red flags and I'm sure a lot of you women can relate here. We sometimes choose to ignore red flags. I think I can a say lot, that I do. Yeah. I think a lot of people will relate to this story even though it's on a different level or whatever, but we do choose to ignore red flags because, you know, in the time it just feels right, like I'm on a summer holiday and with this like hot Italian guy, mm. he's taking me around, he can speak the language, all of the above, right? And then push comes to shove and on that night I literally choke comes to fuck, which literally it did and it was – and also it wasn't really that great either, oh. which was a bit of a letdown. Like it was okay but it wasn't like life-changing, you know? But dumbass me, so kicks him out of the fucking hotel but he's like – I'm like, you need to get out. I wasn't translating anything, by the way. I was just like, get the fuck out, yeah. right? And that night I literally kicked him out. I booked my train to Rome. I'm like, see ya. See ya. It, see ya. It, was a, it was a see ya moment like you've never seen before, mate, okay? And got to Rome and then I got COVID. Oh, yes. Which in turn meant he got COVID. Mm. And I think the feeling sorry for ourselves led to FaceTiming and like missing each other because it was really nice. We, you were also still in his country and you knew that you were only like an hour away so it's in those situations it's so much easier to just go back then I thought to myself why not just give this another crack so I booked a flight and I was like all right I'll come to Italy in December Italian Christmas white Christmas never had one before so I thought we'd just keep trying you know I came home and shit changed and thank you Emirates for uh giving me a flight credit That's where that story ends. (laughs) And I think as well, like when you came home, I remember you saying like you just realised that, you you know, you were so busy with work and seeing your friends and seeing like your family. You missed him, of course, and you felt like you were like falling in love with him even more when you weren't with him. Yes. But then after some time had passed, he was showing more true colours. More possessiveness, more messages of like, oh, who were you with tonight? Why didn't you answer your phone? I'm like, bro, not only are you not in this country, but like your English is not making sense to me. And, and the time zone as well. Like you were opposite time, oh. so it just wasn't. The time zone thing, like I don't even know how you and Miles did it, truly. Like the time zone thing really 
I struggled with. Mr. Napoli's job as well was very difficult because he worked kind of like shift work. So yeah, and I just wanted to update you guys on that because I think there was a lot of uh, misinformation and I owe it to you guys because yeah, he like made a little cameo on the podcast. Oh, and that was so cute. Yeah, and he was really nice. He was really nice. He just choked you, I guess, occasionally without asking. Yeah, he choked me without asking, but he did always put a condom on. So see, that's a first. Ex- that does not happen very often. Exactly. And so I'll give him that, okay? We'll give him that. You haven't spoken. We have not spoken. Um, he still follows me on Instagram. I don't that's know okay. if that means anything. but that's nice. He still wants to see what you're doing and I think that that's okay. Like the instant unfollow isn't always necessary. Yeah, and like his brother still follows me yeah. and stuff like that, but that's fine. Yeah. But, yeah, so not going to Italy, staying in Australia – that was quite a while ago now. Yeah. It feels like a lifetime ago, but it wasn't really that long, but it still was a long time, like two months maybe, a month and a yeah. – yeah. Like, I mean, when I left the country, I wasn't on good terms with him, let's be honest, because, yeah. like, he had gone through my phone, which is an utter, like, just – It's an invasion of privacy, but also I feel like I remember when I was on maths and one of the tasks for me was to go through Mitchell's phone and I just felt wrong and I don't like doing that and I don't think that you should, unless you feel like your partner is up to something naughty, if you, like, think that your partner might be having an affair or doing something shady, maybe ask for permission, but I think the whole sneaking around, that's just not a good sign of something. The whole sneaking around, finding out what my passcode was on my what phone. Like you yeah, phone. Yeah, exactly. So the fact that he, it was mm. like intentional to look on my phone. Premeditated, if that's the right word. That is the right word, babe. That's actually the word I was looking for. (laughs) And it was a bit fucking uh, uh, law and order here, mate. (laughs) Premeditated. I only know know premeditated from um, Kanye West's song. What's the song? Premeditated murder. That one about... What, James, you know that song? James. What? James, what is it? What is the lyric that Kanye West says premeditated murder? One of my favourite songs, babe. All I know is damn your lips very soft as a term of Blackberry off and you turn the bath water on and you turn off your iPhone. Careless whispers are fucking and biting ass. Hand, legs, in ass. Wait, why isn't his new album coming up on Your pussy's too good. I need to crash. Your titties let him out. Oh, Crimes? So Kanye's back on Twitter, but I think it's because Elon Musk owns Twitter now and he's put Donald Trump back on. So, I mean, anything can happen now. And are we going to talk about your soft launch? Because that's what started the conversation about Mr. Napoli. Okay, soft launch. Like, I kind of knew what a soft launch was and then Ella... You know what you're doing when you put that photo on your story, babe? Yeah, I kind of am, but it could have just been a friend. Okay. But also I was kind of – So I was I was two Negronis deep. I was two Negronis deep. Yep. And I was like feeling all nice and fuzzy and all of the above. Soft launch. So I soft launched and all- – I saw that from the Inspired Unemployed's reel that they made and it's so funny, guys. It's like – and it's so on point. It, it, everything about that video that the Inspired Boys did was fucking so – on point, yeah. everything about it. It's like the different stages of showing like your social media people, someone you might be dating. It's the stages. It's like 
you do like a subtle picture of them in the distance, but you can't see them face. And yeah. the next stage is like you do like a um, a photo dump and they might be like the middle picture so it seems not as important. And then the, <laughs> the final stage was like a reel of you two like in love in front of the sunset. It was the best reel. Well, the thing is like it just feels I'm happy and I kind of guess – I feel as though maybe it could be something more eventually. And I did get a lovely bunch of flowers delivered to our room. Yes, and he wished her well for tonight. Wished her well. <laughs> he said something. What did he say? You've already you've already won in my eyes. Is yeah. that what he said? Yeah. You're a winner already, babe. You're a winner, yeah. He's, I haven't met him yet, guys, but I've met him on FaceTime and he seems really nice. I'm happy and that's, I guess, well, that's all the Izzy's met him and she was not having it this day because she was pissed off at me because it was meant to be girls' night and she rocks up to my house and there's a boy there and she's like, Domenica! <laughs> she's like, bitch, what have you done? But he's very nice. I must say he's very sweet. So what was your first impressions, Isabella? He was very reserved but, like, in a cute way. Like it was, it was very sweet. Like I feel like he just really wanted to be with you, which was nice. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. Oh, that's that's so nice. Sweet. Yeah. The friends. Yeah. He's had a soft launch and he sent flowers. He's doing well, guys. He's doing really well. Doing really well. More sing with us coming up right after this. I want to talk about when we did the Halloween episode. Oh, my God, bro. Let's talk about that. When we did the Halloween episode, I was already a bit hesitant to share my paranormal activity experiences. And it's kind of weird, like, since then, not saying things have happened, but, like, I went to Bali and, as you guys know, I've moved houses. I have a question because we all kind of know where this is leading. It's got to do with, like, the paranormal, the spiritual. Do you think that going to Bali and opening yourself up to that whole world has led to this. And I'm not saying it's in a negative way. I'm just saying that you're more attuned to it because you always were. Yeah. We know that. You always were more attuned to it than, say, like me, like Mm. a pleb like me that's never seen a ghost. I want to see them. Like, please, where are you? Don't ask for them, babe. (laughs) Don't? No. Well, Millie. Ask for them to come. Millie already looks, stares at the ceiling and stares in the corner and I'm like, bitch. Well, that's okay. What if she's not like fucking howling at them or barking or growling at the wall? Well, she's a bit mental, so I don't know if that's actually normal. (laughs) (laughs) She's a bit mental. But I don't think Bali has, I mean, look, it might have something to do with it. Obviously, I spent time with a healer and I was in Uluwatu, which apparently is where that's like the village of spirits. Um, A lot of people get possessed in Uluwatu. Possessed? Yeah. Is that just like me on a Saturday night or is that like full on possessed? Proper possessed, babe. Don't be taking the piss out of being possessed. Babe, I've got a fucking gordinal on my dude. Yeah. That shit like, fucking protects me. I was telling you, I was telling you, so my nail tech, she lived in Bali, grew up in Bali, from Bali. Yep. And wow. her father and son got possessed and they had to do like a full ceremony and what the father did was a milk bath. I mean, I don't know like too much about it, guys, but apparently it's this ceremony and you put a certain milk in a bath and he goes in the bath and you've got someone there who's praying and asking the spirit or helping this spirit, but it's a bad spirit because it was making him very sick and, you know, making asking them and helping them to leave the body, something to do with the milk, I don't know, somehow does something. Anyway, the milk went from white to green and he was then fine. I'm going to be the voice of reason here. I fully believe in it. But when it comes to possessions, I think I'm a little bit sceptical only because I think there are a lot of people that potentially might have mental health issues that rely on 
religion or some other higher meaning to fix all their problems. And I'm only saying this is a voice of reason right now because I do believe it. Like I believe that there's something bigger out there. I believe in ghosts. I believe in energies 100%. But the thing that scares me is that there are people out there that take advantage of that kind of stuff. And specifically with you, like I know you're you're so much smarter than that and you like do all your research and you know what you're fucking talking about. But the thing that scares me is people that don't, you know what I mean, yeah. and that go to these places to be healed. Yeah. That's the you only just have thing. to know, like, I don't know. I mean, there's definitely people out there who probably do these sort I don't know. I can only speak from it's my experience. In, and I, Well, yeah. Like when I had a ghost in one of our old houses, I have, like, all the videos on my Snapchat still right. saved. I've seen, I've seen it all. And I documented one night I was awake the entire night and by the morning I my face was so puffy and I bought like crystals at like 4am and I wore it to work like for about a week and then I ended up seeing this white witch in Bentley and she like gave me the ceremony on like what to do. I think I spoke about this already on the podcast yeah, and my brother's friend was there who is very spiritual, Dossie, and he had his sound bath in the car and I remember I used it. I used his sound bath whilst I was doing the ceremony while I was saging, so like you have all the windows closed, you light a candle, you put salt around the candle, you say a prayer, you help them leave, you tell them to follow the light when you blow the candle out and then when you open all the windows to follow the smoke. So they go with the smoke and leave. And after I did this ceremony, this is probably going back like maybe five, four years ago, never felt it ever again. And it kept me awake four nights, like kept me awake. Okay, is it the same feeling as what you're feeling now with the keeping awake and all that shit? Well, yeah, because something's keeping me awake. But it's like I wasn't as scared back then. Like I wasn't afraid of that energy. But because now maybe I'm like on my own in this house, it's a different kind of afraid. But you have to can't you can't show them fear because fear feeds them. So the other night I was in my room sleeping and. I'd woken up at 12.30 just randomly. By the way, my sleep has been broken ever since I got back from Bali, but I have been Queensland, Sydney, Melbourne, Queen, like just sort of everywhere. Thing. And then I had that weird stomach thing. So, yeah, my sleep's been a bit broken. But then the other night, fell asleep, and I, I fall asleep every single night perfectly fine. But then I wake up like two hours later, and then I'm like, okay, this is annoying, fall back asleep. And then two nights ago, I woke up, and I could hear talking in the house. Oh my God, get fucked. And it was, I slept with my blinds open and it was a silent, there was a silent storm. So I could just see lightning. Nah. nah. And I'm lying there. Nah. And I'm like, I've got my meditation music on because I sleep with it's that. nothing that's scarier. Well, it was a bit like I could hear my meditation music, lightning, and I could hear talking in the house. Nah, fuck that. And I was like, Okay, like sat up, turned my little rock salt lamp on, which is like a dimmed light. It's like dimmed, so I don't even have a bright light that I can turn on straight away without getting out of bed. Mind you, I'm lying like naked in bed because I have to sleep with my electric blanket on. So I'm thinking, okay, I have to like get out of my bed naked and get my dressing gown and something's in the house. Like I could hear very loud TV, like it was my TV. Open my door and it's like pitch black and outside my door there is a staircase. Quick question. When I told Isabella this story, she said, is the TV a Kogan because hers turns on? Or is this bitch fucking haunted as well? I don't think mine's a Kogan. I don't think it's a Kogan. Okay, well, you're fucking haunted too. So check. Her TV turns on. Her TV turns on once a month by itself. I'll come home after three days out. And my TV will just be on. Nah, she's got a fucking ghost. Like me too. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Okay. Yep. Um. So I'm the only one that. So even the ghosts don't want me. <laughs> but guess what, ghosts? I've got a man now. So fuck is all. <laughs> so anyway, 
it's 2.30 a.m. And I'm like, can I get the dressing gown? It's like cold. I'm walking up the stairs in pitch black. Well, but even colder than normal. Remember- no, but downstairs is cold because it's bricks yeah, it and it's cold. like it's colder yeah, down it there. So I'm walking up the stairs and I can see obviously the second level is lit up nah, by the TV. Nah, as if you walk up there. Well, of course. No one else is in the house, babe. I'm the man of the house. I have to do it. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, just walk on up there. I didn't turn any light on either. Yeah, but like I've been in situations growing up where I've always just been scared. And in this situation now, I am the only person that I can rely on in the house. So what am I going to do? Run on the street? Ah, help me. Paul James. What's he going to do? He's sleeping. <laughs> like he's probably asleep. Like so in that situation, I'm like, okay, just go up the stairs. My TV is blaring. So- so it's not only just on, it's, it's blaring. Nah, see, nah, nah, and it was nah, Channel nah. 9, random, yeah. Channel 9. So the ghost is, is representing the news. <laughs> the ghost representing Channel 9. We love that. Actually, we love that. Thank you. Channel 9 is on. <laughs> and I'm literally like walking up to the TV, but it was really weird. As I walked up the stairs, my like body and my intuition was expecting someone to be there. Nah. But like I wasn't like scared of anything. I was just walking up the stairs like waiting to say, like I was waiting to see some. I wasn't like looking up there, like oh god, is someone? It was just like I was walking up the stairs, so and you're I was not scared of it. Like going not- to say like hello, or like oh. turn my head around that corner where the couch is and be like someone's standing there, but so no one was. Someone you know? I don't know. And then I just turned the fucking TV down, and I was like, okay, this is strange. And it was like lightning outside. No. Go back downstairs into bed, and I'm sitting in bed, and then I started coming up with all these ideas in my head. I'm like, oh fuck! Next thing, Alexa's going to go off and say sorry. Repeat that. And then I'm going to be like, fuck, then I'll really run out of the house. If that fucking happens. If Alexa fucking goes off, I'm unplugging Alexa, I'm throwing her in the fucking bin and I'm moving houses. This was the first night. I didn't sleep that night. I ended up sleeping with my salt lamp on because it was just really scary. Yeah, I don't blame you. And then I just kept like waiting for like my door to open or something to happen. And I was like, Ella, just close your eyes. It's fine. Anyway, it got to like 3.30, 4.30. I was just wide awake. And then the next night before I went to bed, I made sure I turned off everything. In the house, I made sure everything was pitch black off. The TV volume was on zero. So if it turned on blaring, I knew that then something was really wrong. So the volume was on zero. Wow. Went to sleep last night. and. I woke up at like 12.30, but I just, I guess I'm just used to that now. So I just woke up, but then I went back to sleep, had a couple of melatonins, went back to sleep. <laughs> I got up at 4.45 to go to the airport this morning and it was still dark. I opened my bedroom door and I can see that there's a light on and it's not, it's the light was on the level that I never go to. Nah. Right at the top. And through the stairwell, you can see like, it's a creepy stairwell now, but it never was when I'm a first move in, but now I look at it and I'm like, creepy. So when you saw that this morning when you got up, because yeah. like the first thing I saw this morning was the text message and I was like fuck. Oh the lights are on. When you saw that what what was the like immediate feeling? There's someone in my house. There was, yeah. I was like, okay, someone's in my house. And then I made a coffee and sat on the couch and I turned the TV on and I'm like, this is this is weird. So you don't want to talk to it? I When I sat, so I saged and smudged the morning after the TV happened. But then I got scared that I was going to set the smoke alarms off, so I didn't do a full session. I only did half the house. Yeah. So I am getting a friend's mum to come over when I get back tomorrow into Melbourne and she's going to help me cleanse the house. So we'll see what happens there. But, yeah, there's definitely something off in the house. I can't even, like, I tried to go to the toilet this morning and I was, like, imagining the door just slamming in my face. Like, I'm, like, imagining all these things now. So, yeah, it's not a great feeling. And now I'm, like, scared to go home which sucks because I was not like that when I first moved in. I was like sitting on the couch, so happy and like content. And 
falling asleep every night, feeling very safe. But now I'm like, but also they can't touch you, right? Well, like they can, but I've never experienced where they've touched anything to do with me. I've just felt things. I've never been like grabbed or anything like that. Obviously you see that on movies and I have heard of stories. My now tech, again, she had like a... I think her mum or someone was possessed and I mean, I don't know if you guys have seen Scary Movie, don't remember what one it was, but remember when she gets fucked by the ghost. And it was Carmen Electra. Carmen Electra gets yeah. fucked by a ghost. And that's all I think now. But like <laughs> Yeah. Seriously, no. Or like when they get dragged out of the bed by the foot. I'm like literally lying there thinking I'm gonna get dragged out of the fucking bed soon. Do you know, let's be honest, that's never been caught on film. Okay, I'm just going to say it. it and I, and I'm, I'm a, okay, I'm not a skeptic and I'm just saying just to be the voice of reason. Uh, no, I I'm, I reckon it's 100% real. I've heard stories. One of my friends, I won't say her name, who I went to school with, she is the Seventh-day Adventist and her mum also had had experiences where she was like raised off the bed and and like my friend saw her mum, that happened to her mum and she told us in high school. I've heard more than one story though from other people who aren't even religious. It's such a weird thing. Like I fully believe in it, but I'm. I think as I've gotten older, I've become more of a skeptic. Only because I, I was a skeptic, but I'm not at all. I'm completely. Only because I've grown up a Catholic and I've been around this shit, and I just know what's real. And what's real is the stuff that I've seen. Whereas people in that religion haven't been very nice people. I also have. What's the? Is it the Greek eye? So you've got the evil eye. I've got well, the evil eye, but it broke. Okay, so what we need to get you is what we're going to get you is we're going to get you a cross and we're going to get you a Madonna. We're going to get you Mary because Mary will look after you. And I'm not like I'm a Catholic, but I'm not fully into it. Yeah. But I feel as though you've got to have that female energy. I need a Serena. La Serena. I need a okay. Serena. We're gonna, I'm going to hook you up. I'm going to – actually, do you know what? I can hook you up with some holy water from my nonna. She gets it done by the priest weekly, and I, I can. Get, and you spr- just fucking spritz that shit around. Well, so I spoke to my healer because I, I told him what happened, and I haven't finished my cleansing thing fully yet. I need to go to the ocean still and do this thing at sunrise um, with Renee. And he was saying to take some of the water from the ocean from when I do my cleansing and put it around the house and just like yeah. So I'm gonna do that. wow. Mm. Can we get you some holy water as well? Where like we by, we'll get you some by a priest. I'll get my nonna to get some. Mm. And it's going to be like fully blessed holy water, like full on exorcism shit. It's really weird though because like obviously, and I got, I put on my stories and so many of you guys replied to my stories because I said paranormal activity or is it just like the power? And so many of you guys were like, it's definitely paranormal activity. And I was like, oh, fucking great. <laughs> like. That's not what I wanted to hear. And then my mom said she had a power surge that night. So I was like, oh, it was a power surge. But then it happened again. So I was like, and I felt, I said to myself, I'm putting it to the test. If something happens again, then it's definitely not a power surge. Okay, guys, just putting it out there. Ella and I are sleeping in the same bed tonight. Um, Everything will fuck my life. Are you sure? Yeah, no, whenever I don't sleep, like whenever I sleep everywhere else, like I'm perfectly fine. So this bitch isn't following you? No. Apparently they can't travel on water or something. Someone was telling me that in the DMs, that they can't travel in water. But it's just so weird. Do they travel by FedEx or DHL? DHL. <laughs> DHL. <laughs> He's post. If they're traveling by Australia Post, babe, they're never getting here, hey? Like, it's got to be FedEx or DHL only, uh, next day's service. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It was been, it's been a weird couple of days. Any time that we've spoken about 
paranormal stuff, the Facebook group goes off and I really enjoyed reading it. Not really enjoyed like people being scared, but just the stories because I do believe it. Yeah, I'm, I'm just being the voice of reason here, but at the end of the day I do believe that we're just – there is so much energy surrounding us and like yeah I feel like I've always been really like receptive to it yeah and even my brother said while I was away he went to my place and he walked in there one night and he got shivers fuck James why would you say that I was like what the fuck bro I've never had shivers in there though I've never have and I've been in the house by myself too yeah and I've never felt that way so I have literally felt always so safe and happy and good vibe and great energy in there up until recent James just gone and fucked it so So something's happened something has happened like there's definitely because the energy's now off in my house okay and how do you get that energy back well I'm going to cleanse it tomorrow I've got yeah, I'm going to cleanse it tomorrow. And then also my nail tech has given me a referral to someone who is priest and who can come over and cleanse it too. Are we talking like what kind of priest? Um, He's a, sorry, I don't believe he's a priest. I believe he's a psychic and a medium. I still haven't gone to see a psychic, guys, and I'm dying for it. Izzy goes to a psychic a lot. You've gone to many psychics. I'm scared that they'll get there and they'll just say I'm psycho. But, <laughs> uh, wow, babe, that's yeah. that's a, it's been weird. It has been weird because I am obviously, you know, single guys and I'm not dating. I am, I am, as the, the therapist, the psychologist did ask me, are you lonely? I'm not lonely, but now I'm going to feel lonely in the house for sure. Do you think that the realisation of being lonely has opened you up to this spirit? It, it, it might not even be a bad energy. It Maybe it's an energy that's maybe trying to make you feel as though someone else is there. So you're not lonely. Have you thought about that? Mm, but. Like, I feel like when energies aren't trying to scare you, they do it so they don't scare you. Like, in my old house, I was never afraid of it. It just kept me awake. But in this house, when the TV was on fucking blaring, I was terrified. It's the blaring noise for me. Like, it's terrified. It was like full. See, that's shit. Like that's yeah. that's where it's like yeah. a power a power surge would not change the settings on your on your TV yeah, to like, go full blast. I could just hear people talking from downstairs, like talking. Do you know what was on? Was it an infomercial? What I was it? I paid attention to that. I think I was yeah, see. Like blacking out in shock, but also trying to stay calm and wait to see something. I mean, the fact that she walked up there like a staunch bitch, I'm like, babe. There's no other option. What, am I going to stay in bed and hide under the covers? And I would have waited till the sun was out at least. No, I was so tired. I was like, I have to do something. I can't just sit here. Like, what if there is in the future a person who was to break into your home? You can't just lie in your bed. you got to get up and defend yourself. Like... But for yeah. me, like growing up, like I remember, I think it was, I can't remember, I, I remember next to my bed growing up, I had a navy blue golf club. I think my brother made me put that <laughs> next to my bed. Yeah, like I've always, like I've always sort of. Yeah. What if someone jumps in the room? Yeah, see, this is what I've grown up with, to always have something in case something happens. Well, what have I got? Nothing. What am I going to have? You've got nothing, babe. You've got Millie. You've got Millie, though. You've got All Millie. All I've got to support me is a Gordony. And Millie. And Millie, she just barks. And then if anyone had food or she'd just lick them. So really, yeah. she's not really that much of a security. But I don't, yeah, I don't have anything. But I just felt like, yeah, the right thing to do was to go upstairs and turn my TV off. Like, but I didn't feel wow. like it was so weird. Yeah, I didn't feel really like scared. I was, but I was expecting and waiting for something to show up, but nothing showed up. So anyway, that is to be continued and I'll keep you guys updated what happens. And after tomorrow's cleansing sesh, maybe I'll sleep better that night. But I remember last time I did this, I slept the whole way through after I did and I never felt it again. Wow. So so fingers and toes. 
And flaps. And flaps. Everything, fingers, toes and flaps. Crossed. They're crossed. They are crossed. everything's crossed, everything's sprinkled with holy water. Um, we are all there for you, babe, and we are all with you. We're gonna end this now, guys. It was just a little quickie this week, just a quickie. But we are about to go and get ready now mm. for the Australian Podcast Awards, which we would not be here without you. And this is all because of you guys. So we'll let you know how it goes. Yeah, guys, we just want to really thank you for getting us to where we are right Getting now. us here, coming along for the wild ride. And, yeah, we're just so grateful and thankful. Stay tuned for the spirit update. And for the boy update. Ooh. Ooh. Love, Love you guys. Guys.